I'm in the Wallowa Whitman National Forest in northeastern Oregon. The trees are thin in this particular stand. Sunlight bursts through the canopy of ponderosa pines and grand fir, creating a paisley patterned dance on the life of the understory. I'm here with Nils Christofferson, a tall man, dressed business casual. His hair waves easily, his eyes crinkle, he often cracks his wide grin. He brought me to this stand because it manifests the mission of his organization. We talk about being an organization for community revitalization, right? Or rural community revitalization. Nils is the executive director for Wallowa Resources, a nonprofit based out of Enterprise, Oregon. Without his guidance, this stand might not have made any impression on me at all. All of the trees that I can identify are native. A few stumps poke through the duff on the ground, but everything looks good. Then, Nils leads me a couple hundred feet deeper into the forest. Here, the thick shade of the Grand Fur Canopy has suppressed all memories of understory life. If we want to restore the diversity of species in a cool, dry mixed conifer, the only way we're going to get ponderosa pine and dug fir back in here is to create a much bigger opening. Right now, the Wallowa Whitman Forest only scrapes the surface of its ecological and resource potential. The histories of fire suppression, of aggressive logging, and of environmental legislation, though rooted in good intentions, have left the forests in a complete mess. And for the record, these histories of abuse and mismanagement are not contained within Wallowa County borders. These are legacies in much of the federal forest land in the western United States. Behind each legacy, there was an interest. A town's safety, a local economy, or an endangered species' health. Each interest is important. Each creates its own unique conflict. But Nils says you don't need to weigh management for the land against management for the people. In reality, they are one and the same. His holistic term for this is social ecological system. Social ecological systems, that's a fact of life because we are the most dominant life form on earth in terms of the way we shape things and impact habitat, water quality all over the place. And so we gotta take that responsibility seriously. Just distancing ourselves from, from it or protecting environments from us, I don't think does us any good. Nils sees humans as irrevocably responsible for the ecological health of a place. There's three platforms to truly conserving the world's biodiversity. The first is the conservation of biodiversity at the ecosystem, species, and genetic level. The second is the sustainable use of the biodiversity that exists, right? That we learn to use that sustainably because we do have needs. The last is the equitable distribution of benefits from both conservation and from sustainable use. Because if you don't have equitable distribution of the benefits from it, you don't have the political will to maintain that as a priority. Conservation is a priority. In Wallowa County, these values are new and born from decades of conflict. Indeed, the idea arose just because the community had been achieving none of these platforms. Nils describes the foundations of this conflict. Uh, both in terms of direct jobs, uh, if you're employed by the mill, if you're employed by a logging contractor, if you're employed by the Forest Service, and then the indirect jobs, of the various service industries that support them, whether it's just providing fuel and oil and parts to repair uh, 
vehicles and, and saws, et cetera. It was the center of Willow County's economy for most of the 20th century. And then, in 1994, environmental groups successfully convinced the United States government that the forest had values aside from board feed, namely endangered species and ecological health. Destructive logging practices were thus matched with obstructive laws, and the resulting changes in management style had grim consequences for the people of this community. We've seen, you know, a 95% reduction in timber harvest off of the federal lands in Willow County from pre-1994 to today. We've lost all our sawmills. Uh, we've lost the majority of the forest contractors. We've lost hundreds of jobs in the Forest Service. Loggers blamed the environmentalists and the government who supported this concept of ecosystem-centered management. They had removed an anchor from the local economy. The community lost part of its identity. Litigation became the primary form of communication. Deadlock paralyzed the entire social-ecological system. And there were agencies and individuals who community members could point their finger at. In Joseph, one of the bigger towns in this county of 6,000, people actually hung effigies of prominent environmentalists. This was in 1996. The county commissioners, with many other citizens, would be getting together uh, and trying to figure out what we were going to do. And eventually, they decided to create a nonprofit that could provide some leadership for revitalization. How do we help revitalize Willow County? in a way that allows people to maintain their custom and culture of making a living from the land, caring for the land, but continuing to improve that, not getting stuck in a rut of, you know, this is the way we've always done it, and we're going to continue to do that. The work of Wallowa Resources reflects their commitment to a holistic concept of life in Wallowa County. They recognize that the seemingly dichotomous concerns, logging economy versus ecological stability, both fit into a singular, healthy, social-ecological system. In fact, Nils insists, they must. The organization is grounded by the idea that humans and the natural world are intertwined and that the task at hand is reconciling the two. Get people back on the ground, into the forests, doing the type of work that healed the very stand Nils took me to. The conservation community, environmental community, that you know, rightfully raise concerns about old growth, about salmon, about a range of things from the practices of the 70s and 80s, and getting them to trust that we could do something that wouldn't be destructive. Well, our resources, as an ally to both sides, urges them to pursue their common interest, a healthy landscape. They establish trust. It seems simple, but this is an absolutely crucial element of conciliation. Only then can the community collaborate. We want to maintain that core custom and culture, but do it in a better way. That's really about stewardship and an ongoing positive relationship between the people and the land and the land and the people. For the long-term health of the forest, for the long-term health of the people, they must be seen together. For National Public Lands Radio, I'm Keenan Hilton. <laughs>